Welcome to Kick Back with Chris, the martial arts podcast. Brought to you by www.mitmaster.com. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Kickback with Chris, the Martial Arts Podcast. Um, as you've probably seen from the uh, episode description, we're going to be uh, tackling some um, slightly more serious topics uh, this week. Um, and we're actually going to dedicate the majority of the episode um, to a conversation with uh, Matt Chapman that I had on, on the subject um, outlined in the description. Um, before we get into that, though, I am going to go through um, some bits of news, things that have been going on for myself um, and uh, in the in the industry as a whole. Um, now, starting off, now when I say in the actually when I say in the industry as a whole, there's a there's a quite a bit of a um, sort of a, a film theme uh, to this week. Just the bits that I've been rounding up and um, things that I've had going on. Um, as before, I've actually been working away on on tribal. I've actually just done my last. Uh, my last scene, um, which was a was a really really fun one actually. I can't wait for you guys to see the location that we were in because it was absolutely amazing. Obviously, I'm not allowed to talk about where it is or what we were doing, but what I will say is it's absolutely fantastic. I've, uh, and all these years that I've been working on on all the different films that I've worked on, I've never worked anywhere quite as as amazing as the place that we were in for the for the shoot that we did but um, i'm going to stop before i say something that i'll get in trouble for but in 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 similar news um this december something that a lot of people have been waiting for we've finally got the release date um for it man 4 so it's going to be coming out in december which is going to be on us ridiculously quick um obviously we're, we're rapidly uh, working our way through september so uh, it's going to be there before we know it and what's really cool is a good friend, good show show friend and friend of mine, uh, Mr. Mike Strange, is going to be in there. So you'll be able to check him out in his scenes. I'm not really sure how much I can say about what he did, but I know that he's uh, he gets, gets some good action time there. So uh, be sure to check that out. Um, another cool uh, bit of news uh, in film-related subjects is Avengement. Um, the Scott, Scott Atkins film Avengement is now on Netflix. Um, which is cool. Um, one of my one of my favourites of his today, actually. I think I think that's just, it's fair to say from a lot of people as well. It's uh, something a little bit different, but in there as well, um, we've got again Mark Strange is in there. We've got Lee Charles. These guys have both been on the show at some point, known them a number of years. We've got Rosso Hennessy as well, who somebody that um, I've also worked with on Tribal. Just been uh, a couple of a couple of weeks ago, I was working with him. Such a such a cool guy, and obviously a lot of people will know him from um, Game of Thrones as well. Not. A, not a show that I watch, if I'm honest. Never watched it. Loads of people go on about it, um, but <laughs> everyone's been banging on about how bad the ending is. So it's one I think I'll give it a miss. Um, I don't want to sit through it all if the ending's that bad. But anyway, um, and also uh, Bo Fowler, who is somebody, and we're actually going to be discussing a little bit further on into the into this section. Um, the next thing, um, oh yes, a documentary. Now, um, I do like a good documentary from time to time, and this one is from somebody called Mark Houghton, who I know a lot of you out there, um, both in martial arts circles and both in the, the film 
um, sector will know. Um, somebody who's been in, been involved for a number of years now, and he's put together a really cool documentary um, on himself, um, sort of chronicling his time in the martial arts and his, his sort of trials and tribulations, so to speak. Um, it's called "I Am the White Tiger." Um, in there, it covers everything from you know his move to Asia, at a time really where. There wasn't that many people doing that sort of thing, um, overcoming injury, working in the Hong Kong movie industry, um, and it really does focus a lot on the relationship between sort of student and teacher. And what I really liked about this as well was the the real sort of positivity um, with so much sort of guff, so to speak, going on in the in the industry. Um, it was it was really refreshing to see something that was sort of really positively highlighting um, the, the 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 benefits of martial arts. So yeah, if, go go check it out. It's really it's really cheap to uh, rent on um, Amazon and Google. It's like a few quid. Um, so really do go and support it. Obviously, if you want to buy it to keep as well, you can get it on Amazon and places like that. Uh, but yeah, it's Mark Houghton and it's um, I am the White Tiger, and I really would really would recommend you go and check it out. Um, at now. A few minutes ago, I was mentioning Bo Fowler in The Avengement. He's actually just released um, a short film that he um, directed and produced under the production company of Key Films. Um, it's called Express Delivery. Now, this this short film, I didn't know this, but it's actually won 46 International Film Awards, well, film awards if I can say it, which is pretty good going. Um, it's got some really clever choreography and, and, and good use of uh, camera movement and slow motion. And it's really fun short. And if you, so if, if you're into your, your martial arts and movies... I'd suggest you go and check it out on YouTube. Um, if you do a search for Express, Express Delivery, um, I'll actually link it in the show notes as well, so you can go and check it out direct from that link. But yeah, as I say, really, really clever use of choreography and camera movement, and uh, of course some some top quality um, acting and martial arts in there as well. A number of um, UK performers can be seen in it, so you know, give it some support, give it a share, and all that uh, good social media stuff. Our friends over at Art Marshall put out a new product alert today. Um, I'm just going to read it from their post they put out. It says here, new product alert. <laughs> Sounded like a public announcement then, didn't it? New product alert. Our unique take on a legendary Bruce Lee quote. Um, we try to create something different that you don't find anywhere else. So grab yourself a unique t-shirt design from www.artmarshallclothing.com. Um, and I'm just looking at it now. And it is actually a really, really cool design, like a dragon. I'm just going to see if I can bring it up bigger so that i can see what it says i've clicked oh no what have I done? here we go let's find it there okay let's load it up full screen so it says <laughs> i love it showing off is the fool's idea of glory bruce lee <laughs> brilliant so yeah it's a really nice dragon motif i might get one of those myself speaking of which if you go to their website and you use the promo code cj19 you can save yourself 20 percent um which is pretty cool i'm actually tell you what i'm going to do i'm going to add it to the cart i'm actually going to do this now i'm going to use the checkout so let's have a look here how do i do this um so go to checkout let me see if i can do it live i'll say live right where do i ah, there so you put your discount now so I've, what i've done is i've put the the shirt in the cart i've gone to the next section which is where you pay and there's a in the top right hand corner there's a, a discount code section so i'm going to put it in now cj19 and apply and then it's reduced it from 25 pounds down to 20 quid so you save yourself a fiver it's worth doing isn't it guys so yeah um go check out the new cool bruce lee themed shirt save yourself a fiver put cj19 in 
everyone's a winner. So yeah, go check that one out, guys. Um, you may have seen on Facebook, I did a post the other day. I'm actually, I'm st- still in the early stages. I'm thinking about doing a, a kicking workshop. Now, you might think, well, you do those all the time. And yeah, I, you know, I do them several times a year at other people's events. But I've not hosted one myself probably for around, I think it's about 15 years since I've actually hosted one in my own town, or say where I'm based now anyway. So I'm thinking what I'm going to do is I'm going to look for a venue somewhere in the Yorkshire area um, and open it up to everybody. So if you're interested in coming along, now I know a lot of you guys train with me when I'm at the different expos and stuff. I'm not going to be doing as many of those next year. Um, so I thought what would be nice would be to to do something a little bit longer. So so you know two or three hours, um, and yeah we'll we'll work something out. If you're interested, get in touch. I know the number of people that do my workshops at the different events are listening to this probably now. So if you're if you're interested in getting involved, uh, drop me a message and I'll uh, I'll add you to the list. And as soon as I've got any more details, I'll let you know. Okay, the last bit of news before we move on to our two uh, two main topics this week um, is our good friend, uh, fellow podcast host and martial artist and consultant, Mr. Gordon Bircham. Sorry, nearly butchered his name there. Gordon Bircham uh, has released the details for his fantastic Mabex um, courses that, uh, that he does. And they are, they are, if you're a martial artist running a full-time school, or anything business related to martial arts, you really need to get yourself to it, seriously. Um, I've done all of them since the first one. Um, this year it's going to be on the 9th and 10th of November in Rugby. Um, I can't remember the, actually, the, I can't remember the venue. Let's see if I can find anything on Anyway, get yourself over to Gordon's pages. If you if you do a Google search for Mavex as well, it should come up. Um, tickets start from 247 and they go up. So it's a two-day event. And with guest speakers from all different sectors of martial arts, um, and Instagram and YouTube and social media, uh, all sorts, you know, so it's, it covers all the bases really. So, um, if you're interested in that, which if you run a martial arts school, I would heavily suggest you get down to it because it is a fantastic event. Um, if you if you get stuck, you can't find the details. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll drop I'll drop a link in the show notes. Um, I can't say it better than that, can you, um, Gordon? You you owe me some some some, some uh, links in your show notes next time around, but no joking aside, do go check it out. Okay, so what we're going to do now is we're going to head over to our double header. So we've got uh, two recordings this week with Matt Chapman. Um, I did want to do our regular Matt chat as well as um, the first chat that we're going to do, which, as I say, is a, it's a little bit more of a, a a serious or should you say sort of sensitive topic. Um, so yeah, I did. You know, I wanted to include. Um, two recordings this week just so that we do get to do our regular match chat as well um so check it out and i will catch you on the other side brought to you by www.mitmaster.com it's time for our weekly match chat with mr matthew chapman how are we today sir i'm okay actually yeah um it's beautifully sunny where i am it's like it's like the weather forecast each week with this as well. Now it's yeah, actually sunny. It. We've got a tradition now, so we've got to talk to yeah, and plus it, we're British, right? So uh, yeah, and I'm actually recording from home, so I can see out of both windows in my living room, and it's it's sunny here as well. Yay! The last of the sun before the winter hits us, and right. I know. Again. And it's that time where all the newspapers are like, "It's going to be the coldest winter since time began." Oh, it's just so irritating, isn't it? Every they said that last year. There's no snow last year, <laughs> so uh, just trying to sell papers, eh? It's work. Yeah, true. 
Must work. And Must we've work. got we've got it's quite exciting for us in in Harrogate area at the minute. Um, we've got the the UCI bike race this this next week. Um, mm. I say excited. It, it's cool for the area, but it's a bit of a pain in the ass if you're a business owner because yeah, they're closing. It, no one can get anywhere. Yeah. Right? No, yeah, they're closing all the roads completely. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, hey, don't worry about that, business owners. Yeah. So uh, yeah, there's. I mean, we're, we're fortunate. You know, we're in a position where we've got monthly memberships. But that being said, we actually have gradings and assessments, and because people can't come next week. A lot of them are choosing not to grade. So it is, you know, it is uh, hitting, it is hitting us a little bit. But there are some people out there running courier companies and um, they work as carers and things. Like that. I can't, they can't get anywhere for nine days. So um, what? Hold on. What? I thought this was one day. No, it's nine days. Nine days. Uh, so. uh, surely you're entitled to some sort of compensation then. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Well, no, seriously, though. I mean, you can't shut your business for nine days. Well, a lot of people are having to. So it's just it's just a case of, well, we told you we were coming years ago, so you should have I, been ready. I would just drive my truck through the barriers and park as normal and continue about my business. Well, yeah, it's a massive... I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a bike race fan. Um, you know, I'm more for positivity and promoting healthy living, but I'm not like a cyclist or anything. I, I hate bikes. Sorry, right. bike riders. Um, but they yeah. don't agree with me at all. They hurt my backside for one. So, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, But no, they're, they're, they've got um, all the barriers up for, um, what's it, terrorist attack things and all that. It's, all, it's massive. Oh, my it's God. It's a super huge international event. And it's for some reason, this, they're doing it in the center of one of the oldest towns in the country. Yeah, the center. So work that out. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. They've got that. It's so, so it's quite exciting, but it's quite, you know, at the same time. Anyway, let's let's move on to a slightly more serious thing. So um, one of the big things that's been going around social media at the minute, and I know that you've been quite a, a big uh, proponent for, for, for sharing this and um, for getting the word out there, is, um, is it, was it specifically sort of the male side of mental health? Um, and the, the su- was it suicide statistics that you, you shared as well, which was shocking. Yeah, it is pretty uh, crazy, seems to be out there. I think uh, there's definitely some issues. And I've been talking to a lot of uh, martial arts instructors doing my fat mat chats. Yeah. And, you know, maybe I've been doing it for about a month now. So say 30 instructors and um, three of them mentioned that they had thought about suicide or um, had tried at some points. And I was like, what? Wow. And was this was this? directly related or partly in relation to their martial arts business or is this just something that was you know underlying i think it's a it's a uh, a mixture of events all happening at the same time that seems to overwhelm people you know where you know people are fairly resilient yeah but if you have like one thing go wrong you kind of cope with it and two things you kind of cope with it and then if a couple more things just a couple more wheels fall off yeah it, it just sends people into a, a downwards downward spiral so a lot of them had a few relationship issues going on and then sort of um, health anxieties going on and then problems with the martial arts business as well and it was just like they they they, they couldn't cope which you know is understandable if you've got that amount of stress hitting you all at the same time and I think um, from research I've done on mental health and different things um, Partly, uh, it's to do with the amount of support you have around you, I think. Yeah. yeah. Because a, a lot of people are quite isolated. They just don't have 
people to talk to they don't have friends who will sit down with them and you know just listen without judging they they don't have uh, supportive partners who will help them out so they're kind of dealing with loads of stress just in their own head and i don't think that's a good idea yeah and, and as well i think a little, oh, a little disclaimer as well before i say anything i'm not a medical expert and a mental health expert and this is just purely opinion um mm -hmm. but i think as well um not all. I know I do this, and I'll admit to it as well. As martial arts instructors, sometimes we do, we, as you say, we isolate ourselves. I, I don't allow myself to have um, what I would consider to be friendships as stuff, as such, with a lot of my students, because yeah. I, like to, I like to keep sort of a personal... Um, barrier yeah professional yeah. barrier there yeah yeah because I, i've i've got i've got ov overly friendly um, and i don't mean that in a <laughs> do you know what i mean you know what i'm saying but i've got no exactly i've got overly friendly with with students in the past and it's led to you know people taking liberties to expecting favors or yeah um and, and and you know and it's also it's also from a business perspective as well it, it cost me money in the past because you know I, i'll have been invited to fred's birthday party and i think oh, i like fred i'll go to his birthday party and then jim asks me to go to jim's and i think i don't really like jim i'm not <laughs> i'm not gonna go to jim's party but then jim finds out i went to fred's party and then oh, jim's yeah. oh well you picking favorites now and then jim yeah. starts talking with his little friend circle within the club and then they all yeah. leave because yeah. i have favorites we isolate ourselves don't we so i just we don't that. yeah yeah so i'm sort of generally friendly towards everybody but yes. not our friends to everybody no um, and i think you know when you've got sort of in our my situation like 200 plus students you know i, I can count on one hand the, the amount of people i would actually count as friends from in that number and yeah. even then, I don't go to them for anything. And no, I'm in no. there. You don't feel like you can, do you? And I'm in there six days a week. Yeah. So I, I, I think it's the whole martial arts being a superhero thing, you yeah. know, we're physically untouchable. Therefore, we should be mentally untouchable as well. And, you know, we have to act strong, confident, lead over time. I think people are trying too hard to live up to that kind of mythical figure that they think they should be and it doesn't work like that in real life because shit happens and you know you, stress happens and bad things happen and um you need a little bit of support and like you say the um the nature of trying to stay an individual when you're running the club and not being unprofessional with your students is a problem mm. and the other problem is obviously our work is very uh, anti-social in terms of normal working hours yeah. So, um, for example, if you you got a partner and, you know, they work nine to five, they get home at five and you're just about to go out the door until 10, four or five days a week if you're a full time instructor. And then you're doing gradings at the weekend and you're doing social, uh, competitions at the weekend and seminars at the weekend. You're kind of not around your partner very much, which uh, causes a lot of marital stress, you know, relationship oh, yeah. stress as well. Um, I think all uh, martial arts wives and husbands understand <laughs> that mm -hmm. thing where the, the wife or husband's like, are you going teaching again? And why have you got another thing in the calendar about a seminar you've got to go to? And Oh, you've got another fight competition. We're ne we never get to do anything at the weekend. So all of that doesn't help as well. 
because we we operate in a different time zone than normal people yeah absolutely absolutely i mean i'm i'm in a sort of a fortunate position in that you know i my i was already set up and running my school when i met my now wife yeah but i could see it the other way around if you know you were already already together or you know married and then you decide to go into business i mean i think if you write it down you look at it as go oh this is my martial arts school you know we open at five we finish at nine and then they can go that's good because you can have all this free time and that (laughs) yeah (laughs) And then reality hits. It just doesn't work like that at all. You know, there's 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 a lot of other stuff that needs to be taken care of. And you never you never I I don't anyway. I can't speak for everybody. You never truly switch off. No. If you're the, if you're the instructor and the school owner, I mean, no. If you're the school owner, you know, you turn off the lights and you leave. I mean, I was getting messages this morning at seven o'clock from parents asking about, um, uh, you know, where, my, what was the question was something like, oh, my membership takes. When does my membership take me up to this month? seven yeah. o'clock this morning and i'm like and i can't I, I mean i could have just ignored it um but the whole thing with social media now is you know they send a message they expect to reply within a certain yeah. window otherwise they get cross and go off and yeah. so I'm, uh, I'm i'm like blurry eyed at seven o'clock replying to this message thinking oh my goodness oh yeah i remember when i was running a school i'd get messages from people interested in classes at quarter to 12 one o'clock in the morning mm. um same sort of thing and you think you think, oh, I'll just quickly answer them, and then you get into a little conversation with them, and oh, yeah, it's uh, so the social and social media. Speaking about social media, I think that's a major issue with a lot of people and their mental health, because I know a lot of people that I know who look at what's happening on social media with other people and then go, well, their life looks perfect, and our life isn't perfect, and you know yes, that yeah, type yeah. of thing, um, but. You, everyone knows it's a highly edited <laughs> selection of what's going on in in your life you you know uh, but i think that's a bit of an issue maybe martial arts instructors suffer with that as well they feel like if they're teaching 20 people in a in a church hall they should have a school of 200 full time with instructors maybe they feel like keeping up with the joneses is a mm-hmm. thing which uh, has come through social media because you know before social media if you weren't visiting other people's schools you wouldn't know any different you'd have your little church hall operation if that made you happy you'd be happy right yeah absolutely if you see other people's full-time mega centers may make you feel like you're not achieving as much possibly that might be part of the problem as well which is ridiculous of course yeah i think it's uh it's very it's very true you know i think there is a lot of and I, i think you know social media is also you know arguably good or bad you can depend on how you look at it it's enabled people to grow their business at a stupendously fast rate so they can go yes. from zero to 50 students in a matter of days pro- pro- probably more if they worked it you know in it differently but um i i think that you know i i do see some posts from some people without mentioning names they're constantly on there having a good old gripe about everything and you think you know that they go, oh well, I'm going to launch this, and you think, oh my goodness, you know that's that's going to explode on you. You know, are you, are you sure you want to do that? You know, uh, <laughs> and you, you you don't want to say it as you know as honestly as really. You, do you, do you really want a full time school? Are you <laughs> sure that's what you want? Because you know you're looking at you know whatever depending on the situation, but you're looking at what like five ten years on a lease, and yeah. you can't just go change my mind. You know, it, it's just a big commitment. Um, yes, which creates more pressure, right? Especially if maybe it's a mistake 
and you're like, oh, that was a mistake. I should have stuck where I am teaching a smaller group. Now I've got more hassles with you know parents, more instructor hassles, more staff hassles, more admin to do. Uh, yeah, and then you're stuck in a 10-year lease. So I think all these things contribute to it, definitely. Um, but I was a bit shocked to hear that so many people had got that you know, desperate and had those feelings. So I went on a course um, a few months ago when I was dealing with a friend who'd attempted suicide. And uh, it's called the Ollie Foundation is the um, foundation name. They do a, a free course which you can attend okay. where, you, where you get um, advice on how to help people um, who are feeling suicidal and what to do about it and what you can do and what you can't do. It's very, very good. So um, if you are kind of someone who is dealing with someone who's feeling like that, I definitely recommend doing that, the Ollie Foundation. Excellent, excellent. excellent. I mean, it's a difficult one, that I would say as well for some people. I mean, I've, I've, you know, it's just purely through, you know, um, people coming through the school and, you know, they, we have a separate social media account, which I've spoken about before, specifically for members. And they've, they, they've ended up staying on there even a few years after they've left. And, yeah, you know, and then a post will come up to say that, you know, they've, that they've attempted suicide. And I'm like, wow, you know, and there was no, no warning signs, nothing really at all that you would, you know, that outwardly they'd seem very jolly and um, upbeat about everything and enjoying training. And then the next minute you see this post and I think it's, yeah. they're, they're going through these personal battles that suddenly just become too much. Um, yeah. And but the fact that you can't tell is kind of a, you know, is a, is because they're not talking to anyone about it. They're hiding it and then mm. trying to um, deal with it themselves. And uh, trying to deal with something that serious by yourself is, is very, very difficult. So, yeah, but I mean, there's, there's a, I think, as you said at the start, there's that, especially with guys, this the stigma attached to it, isn't there? You know, it's not, we, we don't talk about feelings and, you know, yeah. we, we, we get on with it. massively better, isn't it? I mean, there's yeah. been so much social media on it and so much stuff in the press Absolutely. about it. So. I think in 10 years, it'll be fine. You know, people who need help will go and ask for help. They'll go and do talking therapy. They'll go and see their doctors about it. They'll speak to their friends about it. I think, um, yeah, I think it, I think it's on the change, which is really, 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 really positive. Um, Absolutely. I think that's one of the good things that, you know, we were saying about social media and the negativity it can have. I think that is one of the good things about it because I've seen several higher profile uh, martial artists and instructors um, you know, speaking about this recently, and I thought, wow, that's incredible. Firstly, it's incredibly brave, but you know, it is good that they are sharing it because you know the hope is that somebody else in that situation reading it will go, that's that's kind of how I'm feeling. Mm. Um, it, you know, it, it, it's okay. You know, I can go and speak. Well, to if you think, of, I think about it, like if I've got anything wrong with my body, I go to the doctors. It's like not frowned upon, <laughs> you know, if, uh, you know, something's not working right in my body, I'll go to the doctors. People would encourage me to go to the doctors. I, I think with, with mental health, there's this feeling like, oh, I don't want to go to the doctors. It's nothing. Or I don't want to go on the pills or I don't want to speak to anyone about it. So there's still a feeling that, it, you know, it's, it's um, something you can handle yourself. But I, I've had therapy in the past. I've been to counseling and things like that. I found them really, really useful. So uh, I think, if there is a uh, an issue that's causing you that amount of mental stress that you know you would consider something like that, then that's a sign that you need to go and get help, like you would if you had a physical 
issue mm. that was causing you that amount of stress. I don't see the like difference between the physical and the mental. If if there's a if I need help, I'll go and get help with either. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, and somebody, for example, like myself, I find from for me, I I I work best if I put strategies in place to 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 cope when I see or feel that something is coming up. I'm not what I don't get very outwardly stressed i'm not um i'm not one of these people you know i don't i'm I'm not really i don't really have peaks of emotion so to speak in in any in any yeah. way I, I don't get overly happy or overly I'm, I'm very sort of flat like that um yeah. i tend for me it tends to manifest in different ways you know i'll get ill in a certain way or yeah uh, i start getting overly fatigued and and that's how it manifests for me and when i feel like that i tend to go right okay what do i what could I cut back on? You know, what could I do more of that was actually yeah. more beneficial to me? Um, and that I, I, that's that's how I personally cope. Now, everybody, I would say everybody's different. I think that's the thing to keep in mind. You know, it's very very easy sometimes to look at say social media and go, oh, what they're moaning at, and oh, what they're doing. But everybody, we all function differently, and we all yeah, cope course, differently. Yeah. And it's 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 allowing for that. I do find it difficult sometimes, if I'm honest, looking at certain profiles on Facebook and go, God, what are they moaning about again? You know, <laughs> what? But yeah. that's just how they cope. That's just how they function. And you know, that's part of my journey with this sort of thing is learning that you know we're, we're all different, aren't we? We're all, yeah, of course, yeah. We all and think all... and feel differently. Just because I'm coping in my way doesn't my mean way that doesn't somebody mean... else going to work for them. So exactly, um, yeah. Cool. And wow. I, I think the most useful thing I got from the Ollie sort of um, group was um, just to be be around and be able to talk to people who are who are struggling, you know. Yeah. So noticing the very subtle signs, you know, it's very people hide this very well, and and it's hard to hard to tell because we all put on the, the fake front of being super happy and, and all the time. But there are certain signs that you can pick up. Um, and then it's basically just being there and being willing to just talk, not judge, listen. And if uh, if they ask for help, helping them in any way that you can. So I think that's, that's one of the keys. But uh, it's obviously difficult for some people to open up and actually explain how they feel. Um, but I don't know why, because everyone struggles. No one has it perfectly easy, do they? No, no. I, you know, and you would hope that given time, this is something. And I think it's it is it, it is changing. Um, I think that given you know, in maybe sort of fifteen, twenty years time, you know, this is just something that people deal with the same as. And and it's not that I'm I'm not simplifying it or in any way sort of comparing it in in seriousness but almost like you know you wake up and you get you've got a cold you mm. go to the chemist and you get some cold remedies you know people will maybe again not I'm not trying to downplay it but it's more like that oh I'm feeling like this I will go and do this and 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 it will be just socially acceptable and everybody everybody it's on everybody's radar that this is a thing and you know, um, it, it's more open and, it, it, you know, it's not, there's no stigma attached to it, I guess. Mm, um, yeah, I think it, it's, it's going that way slowly. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. I think just people be more willing to talk to, to it about it with their friends, um, with professionals, it will just become more and more open until, you know, it's just, uh, no one feels like they have to hide how they feel anymore. And that would be cool. It will be cool. 
That's Very. a good point. That's a cool. That's a cool point to end it on today. It cool. will all be cool. <laughs> <laughs> but no, thanks. Thanks for that. I think that's a. Very worthwhile chat, and you know, a slightly more serious one than what we would normally do. But um, at the same time, you know, very beneficial. If again, if anybody, what I will quickly say, I know at this point we would normally say, if anybody has any any feedback or any thoughts or anything on this, and they want to get in touch, please do. Well, I would say on this, you know, if anybody out there does want to just chat, then get in touch. Yeah, you know, we're both on social media. We're both, you know, we're on there. Even if it's just, even if you just want to send us a message or an email or a voice yeah. record, anything, just get in touch um, and uh, and talk these things through. And I certainly would be more than happy. Um, yeah, anybody absolutely. Out there to get in, reach out and get in touch. Um, Me uh, too. And whether or not my advice would be any good, I don't know. But <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> Go and do five hundred round ice kicks. <laughs> certainly, yeah, it certainly certainly all that helps me. <laughs> Depending on how I'm feeling, it sometimes a pad suffice. Sometimes it has to be a face. Yeah, but, agreed. Uh, <laughs> cool. All right, sir. Well, thanks very much for that very worthwhile chat, and um, we'll speak soon. We'll do, mate. Bye. Enjoy our podcast. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review. Kick back with Chris on iTunes today. All right, guys. So double headed today. We've got Matthew Chapman back on the phone again. We couldn't get enough of him, so he's back again. Yay! Hello. How you doing? Oh, two for one. Not bad, eh? Slightly, deal. slightly lighter topic this time around. Um, we're talk, going to be talking... Well, I've noticed that there, there are... And it's a positive thing for the industry. There are a lot more schools popping up, specifically full-time schools, um, yes. teaching a variety of um, content. I actually saw somebody, and I can't remember who it was, they've actually set up a full-time, pure fitness kickboxing-based school. Oh, so they're doing nothing but fitness-based kickboxing content. Well, that's kind of interesting. Did you see my um, social media post the other day about how I would um, advertise my school if I started again? Well, you've stolen your idea, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> because so I know what you're going to say. Yeah. <laughs> what I thought I would do is rather than say I teach Jeet Kune Do, Taekwondo, Kung Fu, kickboxing, I would make classes based on what people wanted. So I'd have maybe two classes a night on martial arts for fitness. And that could be any type of martial arts for fitness. I'd have two classes a week on um, martial arts for self-defense. And I'd have two classes a week on martial arts for self-confidence, self-improvement, or just for martial arts for martial arts sake, you know. And that way people could select what they wanted. Because the problem I think now is people rock up to your gym and they say, um, you know, they want to get fit. So if your class is not particularly fitness orientated, they don't get what they need or they rock up and they want to learn self-defense. But you've got the opposite problem that you're doing like a lot of boxer size fitness type stuff and they don't learn self-defense. So I would if I was going to do it again, I'd do it like that. I'd have specific classes with specific goals that people could select. So very clever of them to do that. Mm, absolutely um you know it'd be interesting to see how it goes i mean i i can't think of anything more stress-free to be fair you've got well i mean obviously you've got class planning but you know this it's quite quite straightforward i imagine the only thing I, you would have to do is just you have to listen to shocking music for <laughs> yes although i actually saw a guy in the states i can't remember how he phrased it but they were like you know like you get these silent raves where everybody yes. has headphones on. Yes. He was doing that for his fitness kickboxing. They right. all had headphones on. It was silent so that he didn't have any issue. He was doing 
fitness kickboxing sessions at like four in the morning. Oh. Um, so there's no music. So I was like, that's smart. <laughs> so they all had headphones on and they were bashing the pads. And there was a noise of hitting the pad. There was no loud music. All right. Okay. Yeah. And he had a mic set on and he had his music on in so he could hear it, but he had it turned down, obviously, so it was much lower. So I was like, that's quite clever. Oh, all right. But what anyway, speaking of clever ideas. Oh, yeah, go on. Then. <laughs> here we go, segue. Uh, one thing that I even now, I know I've been full-time now for, what, 20 years teaching. Wow. People go, um, oh, you know, you must have all these ideas and all these different things. And the truth of it is, is we can, I do it anyway. I tend to go in, like, cycles of – and then I'll, I'll see a drill and I'll go, oh, I, I used to do that. I've forgotten about that. Yeah, so uh, what right. I have in my school now is – I have a folder with ideas for teaching the four to six year old group. Then yes. I have one for the six to nine years. And then I have one for the nine to sort of thirteens and then an adult's one. And every now and again, I'll dip into it for ideas and just refresh myself. And, um, yes. And you know, I've, I've found that's been a great benefit. Um, and I know that you've got a, a product that you're looking to launch soon that works around the same sort of ideas. Am I wrong? Am I right? Is it true? No, you're right. Um, yeah, I'm hopefully launching it this weekend if I can get it bloody finished. But... Oh, <laughs> well, get off this. Get off this. Get on. Yeah, go finish it off. Yeah. Talking on podcasts. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Um, so what it is, is it, I was thinking about all the content I've created. I've created about 60 hours worth of video on all sorts of martial arts topics. And I was thinking like, Sometimes people don't want to sit through an hour's worth of video to get the one drill that they they wanted. You know, they just want a quick idea for a drill for class or to refresh their memory on um, particular combination that they've forgotten. So I thought I'd create kind of like a toolbox. I called it the martial arts instructors toolbox. And what it is, is it's an online uh, course where you can select the type of lesson that you want to learn at that particular time. So you log in. And then I've got a section on basic stance and movement. I've got a section on footwork. I've got a section on boxing, a section on kicking, a section on knees and elbows, a section on um, defense, a section on sparring. So that, you know, if you've got a sparring class coming up and you want to have some new drills for your sparring class, you can go to the section on sparring. Fantastic. Yeah, so you, you know, if, you're, if you're like me, and I'm quite sporadic when it comes to class plans, but every now and again I do <laughs> I do go through phases where I go, okay, I'm going to plan this. And, uh, and it's, it is useful for that because, you know, you, you, as I say, I like to think I've going to have all the ideas in there, but it's just sometimes you just blank. It's like, oh, I don't know what yes. I'm going to do. Also, and you don't want to go stale. You don't want these students no. to be like, oh, over and over again doing the same thing. Yeah, I was just about to say that. What happens is we don't actually realize we do it, but we have like a handful of drills that we keep going back to, keep going back to, keep going back to, and it makes it a little bit stale and repetitive. We're not even aware of it, but it, it, all instructors are like that. So to have a bit of variety is obviously good. One for the students because it's the disguise repetition thing, but also I think it's good for you teaching it because you don't get bored, you know, and you're excited about teaching new content which is quite important for an instructor as well. Um, so I was thinking about all the stuff that I do and what I could add. And then I had an idea that, you know, I haven't shown any of the weapons training that I've ever done on oh, video cool. before. So I've added a section on what I call stick boxing, which is um, stick fighting with kickboxing combined. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> so, so I get yeah. to, so I get to not only hit kick people in the face, but hit with a stick as well. Yeah, I mean it's amazing, isn't it? You'd I'm all it. over that. I'm all over that. <laughs> um, the reason why I do that instead of 
teach Filipino martial arts traditionally is because I taught at a kickboxing school. And I found if I tried to teach kickboxers to fight like a screamer fighters, they couldn't do it. They couldn't pick it up. Too difficult because the mechanics and the body movement are slightly different. So what I tried to do is make the transition between kickboxing and weapons smoother by including a lot of the kickboxing elements in the weapons and simplifying the weapons. So that is also going to be in there. So there'll be a module on stick boxing and all the stuff that I do for that and stick grappling, which is like MMA with a stick as well, which is fun. Yeah, it's very fun. Uh, And then I had another thought. I thought I haven't taught any of my uh, grappling skills because I've been grappling for about 15 years as well. So should I add that? And then I was having a glass of wine (laughs) and I thought, actually, no, I shouldn't teach that because I've got a mate who's a three times BJJ world champion. So I'll ask him to teach that instead. Yeah. So he's added a module on no-gi grappling. So if you need like drills for a no-gi grappling class or an MMA class, you can learn it from a three time world champion BJJ black belt second down instead of trying to, you know, learn it from me because I'm not, anywhere close to that level of skill okay so you're gonna have other here yeah, you're gonna have other instructors in there as well teaching bits yeah. like a specialist yeah. section okay that's cool you're gonna have um i'm gonna obviously i'll ask uh, you if it's okay if you could send me some kicking content to put on there and then i was gonna ask a few other people self-defense guys if they wouldn't mind me sharing a couple of their videos on there as well so people can select extra content that maybe they're not familiar with for example like i'm not really a specialist in self-defense I think there's way, way better people out there who can teach you about self-defense stuff. So I'd rather use them than try and make stuff up myself, you know. And then the last bit I was going to add was um, a business section because although teaching fantastic um, martial arts is the core of running a successful school, it's not the only thing that you need. You do need like fundamental business skills, marketing skills, retention stuff. So there's going to be a module in there as well where people can get all that information and I'm going to host a monthly webinar once a month where they can ask questions about the business side of martial arts and I help them out. So it's going to be a bit of a beast. It sounds like it. Yeah, it's going to have a lot of stuff on there. And it's and you, uh, and you want this ready by this weekend? Yeah, yeah, I want it done by Saturday. So I, I better get to work. I mean, obviously, I've been working. I've been working on it for about three months. Oh, it's God, that's all right. Then. Yeah, it's all good. I thought you were just it's, like, right, let's get started. No, no, no. It's almost ready. It's just a few little bits and pieces. But I think it'll be good uh, for instructors of all sort of levels just to have that that toolbox thing. You know, sometimes you need a hammer. Sometimes you need a spanner, right? You, you can go in and get what you want when you need it. Uh, rather than having to watch a load of other stuff you may not necessarily need. And let's be honest, there's quite a few of us out there. We tend to sometimes use the spanner as a hammer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and it doesn't r- work. Rather than accept that, we you know, we shouldn't be using that spanner as a hammer when there's somebody out there that's really good with the hammer. So yes. you know, there's nothing wrong with there's nothing wrong with that at all. Like, you know, going out there and finding other people that are better at the thing that you're wanting to do and, and learning from it. Um, Absolutely. I mean, that's the basis of education, is it not? But anyway, <laughs> we sometimes struggle with that, don't we, as martial artists? Um, as well, I would think, listening to this as well, as somebody that's you know got up-and-coming instructors and looking to sort of delegate a little bit more, this would be a really good tool for... Um, I mean, I've got a, 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 fant- he's a fantastic young lad. He, you know, he's, he's just coming through our instructor program, recently qualified, um, but he's new. And I would think having a resource like this for somebody who's young and hungry and 
yeah wanting to learn it'd be great because i i I made some as we all do i made some fantastic mistakes as a young instructor (laughs) i would hopefully (laughs) i would hope that i mean we all we all go through it but if you can minimize that with with some guidance yes i I mean i I, i've got if i had had something like this a younger me just starting out as a full-time instructor I, i i learned not learn how to teach, but I, I I used to go along and watch my instructors with a clipboard and a piece of paper and copy everything down, yeah. uh, uh, you know, and to have a resource to be able to dip into from my phone or a tablet or, you know, yeah. whatever, you know, it's rather than watching cat videos and, and, and silliness uh, on YouTube, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yes. yeah, you know, it is. You, you go on there for one thing and you end up <laughs> somewhere else entirely i just kind of felt like it was it was needed uh it's just another resource that helps i basically i want to make martial arts instructors lives easier because you know we need it having having something like that where you can just get what you need quickly and easily and at a later date you might need a bit of business advice and at a later date you might decide to add a stick box and program to your school or at a later date you know you might investigate no gi grappling just to have that all in one place I thought it was pretty cool. Absolutely. And you've got the content there. And especially, you know, if you're involving other instructors from different um, backgrounds as well, you've got the contacts there as well, I would presume. So if yeah. you're thinking, oh, this is something I'm interested in, you can ask them. Yeah, um, exactly. So it's kind of, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to getting it launched if I can get So what I need to, to do now is I need to delay releasing this podcast until after you've launched it. No, so, I no, no, do it now, do it now. It doesn't matter. So that no crafty, crafty <laughs> out there goes, I'm going to do this. <laughs> they won't do it. And this is the magic about <laughs> people. Um, like a lo- I speak to a lot of instructors, obviously, about setting up online courses, right? And they were like, I could possibly do that. Someone would steal my stuff and put it up online as their own. And I'm like, you don't realize what people are like. People aren't that motivated or, and that they, they just won't do it. They literally won't do it. I could give away everything that I've done and people still wouldn't do it. And I do. I, the, the amount of content that I've got out there on, that's on free on YouTube and Facebook, ridiculous. So I don't worry about things like that. Cool. Well, on that, I think I've got a delivery. It just arrived at my door. Go and grab it. <laughs> Enjoy it. <laughs> we'll speak soon, sir. We'll do. Cheers, mate. Bye. Cheers, Bye. You're listening to Kick Back with Chris, the martial arts podcast, brought to you by www.onlinekicking.co.uk. So thanks, as always, to Matt for his time. Um, I'm, you know, I'm sure you would agree, uh, two, although very different topics, um, some important content covered there. And as you know, as we mentioned in the recordings, if anybody out there is listening and they do want to get in touch um, on, on either of those subjects, then please do feel free uh, to drop us an email. We're all over Facebook as well, social media. So drop us a message, drop us a call, whichever. As always, if you head over to kickbackpodcast.com, all the contact details are there. Okay, so to finish up, um, and next week, a bit of a cool one, I'm actually going to be, I'm not going to say which podcast because it's not been announced yet, but um, I am going to be a guest on another podcast, um, one based in the United States. So um, what I'm hoping to do is to share with you guys the recording that I do for them on this show, um, sort of like a, a, a content share, so to speak. So keep a listen out for that one. Um, as I say, I'll be releasing details of my upcoming workshop ideas. Oh, as well, a real quick one. Um, some of you will have seen that I released a, a new showreel for myself 
um, not too long ago. That was the result of a, uh, somebody getting in touch with regards to a potential job offer, and I needed to update my reel really quick. So I put that one together, and at the same time, my friends and fellow teammates over at SG Action, uh, Mr. Martin Wan, has just put together a fantastic new showreel for our team. So as with the other content, I'll add that to the show notes so you can go check that out, give it a like and a share and all that good stuff. Um, and yes, I will catch up with you all being well in a week or two and uh, have a great rest of your day, week, whatever it is you're doing and I'll catch you soon. Brought to you by www.mitmaster.com.